Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. It's Mike Shope and the Bulldog. Here's Kansas City from the 19. Throwing at the goal line. And it's caught by Kelsey for the touchdown. And he's heading back to the Super Bowl for the fourth time in five years. And a chance to become the first team since New England of 2003 and four to go back to back. It's Mike Shope and the Bulldog. Elijah Mitchell in for the first time tonight. Guess what? He's going to get it. Mitchell surging forward. Touchdown. And there it is. The 49ers are going to the Super Bowl. And it's easy hindsight, and I get it, but I don't regret those decisions. It's hard because now they didn't. We didn't come through. It wasn't able to, to work out. And I understand the scrutiny I'll get. That's part of the gig, man. But this didn't work out. On WGR Sports Radio 550. Good football. Even if we're tired of them, interesting Super Bowl matchup, close matchup. Yesterday, though, was not, uh, in the end, a win for me. Because probably my least two favorite football discussions are raging. Uh, (laughs) When to go for it on fourth down and whether Lamar Jackson is actually good at all. Just really glad to have both of those (laughs) burning my eyes all day today. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, uh, I'm with you on that. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm. Uh, the celebrations have subsided now that my, my plucky Chiefs have made it to the Super Bowl again. Yes, congrats uh, on your Chiefs. <laughs> backing my, my Chiefs, my Chiefs, all of a sudden here. Yeah. Well, you said on Friday that you expected <clears throat> to be rooting for them, and were you? Yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 It, it wasn't. Uh, it really wasn't that hard. Um, because you know. I don't know how much uh, I'm going to assume you're not going to put a ton of stock in this uh, conversation that's going on about whether Jackson's any good or not. Uh, I, I just I, di- I didn't need I didn't need as much as I like him. I like the Bills more. I like Josh Allen more, and I don't re- I didn't really need Jackson accomplishing something that Josh has missed on three times uh, in his first try. Right, that's the first time they played the Chiefs in the playoffs. They they haven't had the success the Bills have had in the postseason. Um, so, you know, not as many potential matchups. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm satisfied. Um, and now I get to root against the chiefs hard in the Super Bowl. I, if it were, if it were Baltimore and San Francisco, I might've been kind of neutral. Uh, but now I'll, I'll revert to uh, previous form rooting against Mahomes and the chiefs. It's so interesting. I, I don't know how like strongly feel or if anybody will want to sort of discuss that today with us or with you, but I kind of hope so. I mean, I'm, I'm not criticizing you for it, of course, uh, root for whoever you want for whatever reasons. It's just, um, I, I think it's admittedly convoluted. Okay. Like it's, there, there's a Kansas city problem now that just got worse because it's another 
Chiefs Super Bowl. I don't mean like for what will happen in the future. I guess if anybody thinks something about the future will be different because of what happened in that game yesterday uh, in terms of Kansas City or the Bills, like I, you'd go ahead and tell us. Just um, people are fed up <laughs> with the Chiefs. <laughs> and I, as I think I mentioned the last time we talked about this, you know, maybe even fr- on Friday, uh, I am not really exactly fed up. I think they're a fun watch. I think uh, we're watching a dynasty and that – who did we talk to last week where I mentioned this? Maybe Joe Ostrowski. Like, I, I, I do like them for that one reason, um, when they win. I, I like it when you're sort of challenging history and that, that kind of perspective comes up. That's a conversation I like. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I'm not rooting for Kansas City, but I think they're they're interesting and fun and – um, I like that aspect of this, but is he just going to win every time? Like J- Jackson <laughs> yeah. is great, and the game plan was weird. And I, I'm almost shockingly, yeah. I thought from Baltimore. Um, but it, yeah, it it almost well. I mean, you're making a, a, a separate point. But that that the game started kind of the way you. I mean, they had the big play early to Flowers. Um, but Jackson, it's just, I don't know, there's something, there can be something odd there that it just doesn't look like they're, they're, they're going to do Well, it. I'll tell you what it was for me yesterday, because you're remembering, like, we, I said, he's got to really want to run. I mean, all out. Because you're not holding back in this game. And they've had slow starts. So the Chiefs win the toss and kick off. And Baltimore goes three and out. The first play is a handoff to Justice Hill which incredibly was one of only three first-down handoffs in the game by the Ravens and one of only six handoffs, period, yeah. in the game. We'll have Ian Harditz later. He, t- he pointed out their previous season low was 15. Yeah, I, I, was it Ian that tweeted the, the, the total, the rushing totals, handoff totals from every game this week? Or, this, excuse me, this every year. game this season, yeah. yes. <laughs> it's, just, it's really stark when you get to the bottom there, like... And and the matchup is perfect for the Ravens to lean on that. And they had, it was, it rained. Like there were, there was every reason to think against Kansas City, a poor run defense, that that's the route the Ravens, that's why they were four and a half point favorites was whether it was Jackson or not. It was going to be like, they know they, they love to run it and they know how how to beat Kansas City. So let's see what happens. And they just didn't, but it's a terrible pick. Right, like ten points is ten points. I'm not going to try to just mm-hmm. make excuses for him. Um, when I was, <laughs> it, it, it's a sliding scale. It was a long game, but I got nervous. So first down is a one yard run, and second down is a Jackson scramble, and he he goes to slide at like two yards. Remember the play? Uh huh. And I was just sitting there watching the game by myself at that time. Like, what was that? Right. Why, why, why are we sliding? It wasn't even like he was about to get hit. But he's, he slides down for a two-yard gain, and then third down is incomplete. I'm like, okay, it's going to be one of those. It's going to be one of those. And it pretty much was. I mean, they pretty did, much. you know, they turned it over twice at the goal line. Uh, so, you know, I mean, ifs and buts and all that. You know, I mean, we, <laughs> we, don't, we don't necessarily partake in parsing things to that degree if it's not a Bills game. Uh, but I mean, huge, huge swings. I mean, one, just a brutal mistake. The interception was ridiculous. I mean, it's a ridiculous choice, uh, by Jackson to throw that into that much coverage, triple coverage, if you want it. 
then the other plays, kind of reminiscent of Poyer on Hardman last Sunday. You know, he just punched the ball out at the half-yard line, like, just in the nick of time. So, great job. Was that Sneed, I think, that punched that ball I out think so. on, on Flowers? Like, you know, tough luck for Baltimore, great, you know, good fortune for KC. But, I mean, those, I mean a game where you only had I mean, 27 total points, one field goal scored in the second half by both teams. Um, I mean, big plays like that at your own goal line, just massive. Right. Um. I was thinking about a show we did, and cool that I could actually find it, because I have every day saved in my little computer here, and it was in June when Bill Barnwell from ESPN had a comment about how many, he was asked how many more Super Bowls will Mahomes make, and he he said five, I believe, Mm -hmm. Um, and there's one. And I just, you know, we talked about, like, what is that going to mean for the rest of these guys? <laughs> right, right. What is that going to mean for Lamar? What is that going to mean for Josh Allen? What is that going to mean for Burrow, even Watson, now Stroud? I mean, that's not everybody. Justin Herbert. What what happens? You know, quarterback is like, it's just, I, I don't hate it, really. It's It can get wonky, but legacy-type stuff. Mm-hmm. And. We had, you know, the Brady, Manning, Roethlisberger years where barely anybody else cracked it. Uh, Flacco, right? Just, But there was just no room at the end with these guys in the conference. Is Mahomes just, with as good as Allen and company are, is he just that much better? It's not a, it's not a quarterback, you know, sport entirely. The, the chief defense was outstanding. And even in the game against the Bills that they held on to win, the Bills came closer to beating them than the Ravens did. Um, so that, I mean, team game, but is it just going to be like this where unless Travis Kelsey, I thought he was maybe done right in November, um, just he, drops yeah. and the numbers really had dried up. I can picture him dropping a pass in new England in a game this year and just sitting on the field, looking around, think, I just wonder what he's thinking. Like, man, what happened to me? And now He's unstoppable. That first drive, those two plays, the fourth down play and the touchdown, are just like unstoppable right. plays. Like prime, prime, prime Kelsey uh, is what you got yesterday. Um, so yeah, I mean, if he's if he's slowing down, he had a he had a renaissance <laughs> resurgence day uh, yesterday. Yeah, I don't know, man, but I I guess what you know in 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 a way, uh, maybe not even in a way, like directly, what I was rooting for was this outcome where Mahomes would look infallible and we'll we'll go into, you know, win or lose the Super Bowl, they're still going to be the kings of the conference, they're the, be the defending conference champs going into next year and somebody somebody's going to try to knock them off in the playoffs assuming they get there and I want that someone to be the Bills. <laughs> you know, when if and when they go down, maybe maybe they'll never go down. And you know, next year and the year after, and the Bills will get there and they'll get their cracks at it, and it'll it'll just somehow, some way, that Cal just keep winning these games. Um, but I, I did not want someone else to crest that hill uh, while Allen is over three trying to do it himself, or you know, and McDermott and the Bills in general. I just didn't want the Ravens to get to a place that we have not been unable to see our team get to. So what is he then? Uh, Thirteen and two. No, fourteen and three in his playoff career. Mahomes fourteen and three. Lost to New England in overtime that first year he started when there was a penalty that would have won them the game, an offside penalty. Yep, that was called against the Chiefs. And so I'm old enough to remember calls against the Chiefs. 
So that there was that game. Then there was the Super Bowl against Tampa, which was not close. And then there was the Burrow game. And you know, you put up, you, you, you hear about like six AFC championships, um, five and six in a row. The first one was that New England loss, but then four wins: Tennessee, Bills. Then the Bengals lost. Then the Bengals last year. Then the Ravens yesterday. Think about how pretty stupid the Bengals' loss was. Right. I, I mean, that was that that took overtime. Uh, it took overtime. They had a huge lead. They messed up the end of the half and didn't score. That's right. And, and then this Cincinnati just you know ran pure and got the win. Like it was not, that. That's what it. That's what it takes. I guess. Yep. Well, we they know shut, they, they shut them down in the second half. And here, and here, yesterday, here's the day where Baltimore shuts them down in the second half, and it's still enough. There is no way I would, uh, like, you know, recognizing weather and the quality of the defenses, there's no way I would, I would, if it had come up, maybe it did, and I just don't remember. But talking about this game, you know, these games going into the weekend, you know, even on Friday, 17 points going to win this game? What? No way. And there it is. I mean, 17 first half points. Especially the way it started, man. Yeah, I know. I thought I thought we were maybe going to get like you know, thirty eight, thirty five. The way the game started, man. You know the 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 Bills and we and the fans know this this pain, but it's almost maybe not even as intense as where it would be for the Ravens today, because the Ravens were better. Like they were yep. closer. What's different maybe is that the Bills have been they've had the three games against the Chiefs, and then the Bengal game, too. Just lots of kicks at it. The Ravens, though, have been almost as good that whole time. They had a couple of injury injury years, Mm -hmm. Jackson injury years, where they ended up flaming out. But still, it's pretty similar, right? Like, I I listened to uh, the the pregame show that we carried yesterday, driving, most of it. Um, I heard Ross, by the way, on the sideline in Baltimore, talking about Joe Tooney's injury and other things. Candy. (laughs) <laughs> and the host, Scott Graham, did interviews with one player on each of the four teams, or coach, I think it was Campbell for Detroit. But he had Jackson and he had Mahomes, and it was re- he asked good questions. And he had read or heard Jackson say something about how he felt he was getting old. And mm-hmm. Jackson went on about, like, just, yeah, you know, I mean, it's only so many years of this, and I've had six now, like, to sort of perspective on this is what this is what we're playing for. Like we got to do it. Right. Like, he definitely feels the pressure. But yeah, like he, he that's very much the same. What the rate? What, what where the Ravens are sitting and where the Bills are sitting? Yeah, um, it, as may, tough as it is to get through. May, maybe even a worse feeling in that, like the Bills. Yes, they lost to the Chiefs at home. It wasn't in the conference championship game, but they are the Ravens. I mean, they earned the one. They got their rest. They even got Andrews back, so they're you know even if it was kind of spot duty, whatever. They're they're pretty healthy, home with the one seed and everything. And no, you just still can't just can't get past it. Um, and that that you know that's like a I don't know that's a level up or a half a level up, I guess, from going there and losing the championship game in twenty uh, because you had to go on the road to do that. And here are the Ravens, you know, catbird seat and everything, all the advantages that affords you. You know, the nice matchup in, in the divisional round and your yeah. home, and no. Yeah, they, just, just no. This They had a pretty much perfect season, Baltimore. Like, that, that's as clean as it gets. They were healthy for this game. Um, 
much the best and to lose it. Like, that's what the Bills did not have this year, really. Or, I mean, any of these, they've never been the one in this era. Right. So, right. like, like you said. Yeah. Yeah. But that's just, it's tough. Yeah. Tough business. Tough yeah. business. Yeah, and, you, you know, you can look at you can look at the Bills who have been back to that game since 20. And if you're the Ravens and, and the Lions, I mean, I, I appreciate Dan Campbell making this point after the game, too. You know, like, just this can be fleeting, you know. Uh, just because you got there doesn't mean you're going to get there again and again and again. I mean, the Bills are still trying to get back to the height they reached that first year they became a real bona fide contender. Can't get there. Another point, it's pretty much the same when it comes to the Chiefs, is this. we'll see if they win the Super Bowl, which they still have to do, but this is two years in a row of these five or six when they've been pretty much the team to beat in the conference, if not the league. The last two, this one and last, were both seemingly kind of trying circumstances with Kansas City. Last year, they trade Tyreek Hill. Their defense was really in rough shape, and nobody ultimately could take advantage of them, even the Eagles at 35-31, whatever that score was. like Ultimately, they still got it. Mm-hmm. And, and what, as we talked about a lot, this really stuck with me, like just how much better can a win feel? Than when you make that Tyreek Hill trade, like you, you take such an important weapon off your team for draft picks, and go and ultimately win anyway. That's, right. that's just like you have, you are so flexing with that. This year, it's kind of the same in how th- this season was always Baltimore's or Miami's or Buffalo's, and they beat all three. Yeah. In the yeah, playoffs. They, yeah, they ne- they never really looked, and they still don't. I mean, Kelsey got off yesterday. But like the the passing game, it's all like they're still sort of I don't know muddling along, and that's that's kind of scary because you know I, I'm going to assume like Rice has not plateaued yet that he developed into their number one wide receiver target as this year went on, and you know I would expect they'll start the year with him in that role, and that'll be new, that'll be different, like maybe they'll be even more dangerous next year. And, boy, the point about last year, for sure, we said it again and again, that was like a sort of a back-up-the-truck year for them. You know, we, well, we're not going to redo Pat's contract. We'll, you're getting rid of Hill and sort of restocking, reloading. Maybe it's an example of how Brandon Bean was talking last week after the Bills season ended, that as long as you've got that quarterback, the window is never closing on you. And last year, maybe, and even to an extent this year, is an example of, of that, at least as it pertains to Mahomes, because – they they have not been what they've what they had been the previous few years of this run and still there they are they won it last year and they're <laughs> they're in the game again tough yeah the other game 34-31 the lions have 28 first downs and lose what's their pain like today new on the scene great season by any reasonable standard even if you lose here like they do but, ouch! They had they had twenty four seven. Yeah, you know, I I of course Detroit like they've never made a Super Bowl. They're a great underdog sort of team this year. The story of the Lions, Campbell, and, and all of it. But just like as a as a neutral, when it comes to Detroit, mostly, um, I don't really think they deserved to be in the Super Bowl. Like, just they they were good. They they skated past the Rams, Tampa. And like this win, it, you needed San Francisco, the the class of the conference, to kind of wake up 
And in two weeks in a row, it has taken them a while to do that. So I don't know what that means for them in two weeks. Maybe nothing. I don't know. Like the Lions are fun to watch and sort of talk about, but I guess I feel like they didn't deserve to be there. Yeah. Well, I mean, they they get. I I that game is about to kick off, and I said to a couple of friends over, and like they're just going to annihilate this team. I I thought the Niners were going to kill them. And so I give I give the Lions credit. I mean they 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 made they made it a game and they they really had it um, and let it get away from them. I, I don't know. Their pain is compounded by people probably in the fan base screaming and yelling and arguing about their coach doing the things the coach did all year long that got them to the spot, but doing them still and having it backfire to the extent that, you know, you could have used a couple of those field goals if you could have made them. And instead you're, you're home watching the Super Bowl. That's man. That's gotta be tough. It's gotta be tough. As, as uh, you know, I mean, from living in the fourth down streets for many, many years, it, it, if he makes it, they convert one or both of those and win the game. It's just like never mentioned again. Right. That's right. It would never. He, he like you said there, he is talked about as somebody who has been aggressive and, and sharp when it comes to fourth down. It's not like people have ignored that, but this is, it's only when you lose. And then it's just like absolutely everybody comes out of the woodwork every time it fails to tell you how stupid you are. <laughs> just they, they're silent when it works. People tend to forget it. You know, today it would have been about Goff or Campbell, you know, as the, the leader of the team, but not because he went on fourth down and, th- and threw, had Goff throw a pass to an open receiver who dropped it. Right. You're like, right. that's that's not going to be the lead. It's the lead because it didn't work. And so that's just what always happens. No one knows if they make the field goals, you right. know, how the game plays out differently. But and, and, no, and no one's waiting to tell you that, both the Ravens and the Chiefs. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink... What you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Needed fourth downs on their early touchdown drives. Like, they, they both teams went for it on fourth downs early in that game. Yep. And it, 
successfully. Yes, yeah, successfully. And one of them was it KC was in there was their own like thirty, I think, or was that Baltimore's first one? Whatever it was, Baltimore one of them was Baltimore's was first one was in their yeah in their own territory. Yeah, the Chiefs one was like more like cross midfield, I think, barely. That's anyway. that leaping Kelsey catch, right? Is, is fourth strangle. down. Yeah, and and the Ravens is the Jackson run that beautifully blocked play where he he got free and then he looked behind him the whole rest of the time like you know <laughs> like uh, Namath when Namath was running for the Rams and he put his hands out don't don't hit me come on just needed him to open it up very very disappointing all right so Kansas City again San Francisco the NFC one seed over Detroit. Certainly a lot to talk about from these two games. And in terms of the Bills, Joe Brady retained. We'll talk about that. What um, is your takeaway here to, in like terms of our conversation? The Raven, or the uh, Chiefs rather get there again? Like just how it looks to you in terms of the Bills and the future. 803-0550 to join us. Ian Harditz today from MB Fantasy Life. We'll talk about the games yesterday with him. And Sal will join us on Brady and the you know still pretty much the beginning of the off season here things to uh, be paying attention to for the bills it is senior bowl week so it's you know draft stuff and all of that that uh, you may or may not live for lines open for your calls next thanks for listening mike show open the bulldog wgr you have sort of a vibe and a culture this is how we play but you do understand mostly that in the playoffs got tightened up a little bit a little less emotional but i can still defend dan campbell because the Lions play with a chip, and I love the chip. I didn't even recognize Baltimore yesterday. This is a run team, number one in the league. It's one of the strangest three and a half hours of playoff football I have ever seen. Colin Coward, of course. And, uh, yeah, it's well put. <laughs> it's how I, how I felt, too. <laughs> yeah. The question is why. And what I get to is... And I, I felt this way about the Ravens at other times uh, with different with Greg Roman. Actually, this is Todd Monka now who got all kinds of credit for opening up their offense this year. I just feel like sometimes maybe it's not enough to win. You got to win your own way. Like you've got to sort of make a point. It, it, Rex was like that I, in, in, a, in a way. You know, just it, it, winning, sure, but only like there's a certain way of doing. How we how we want to do things. I, I want to physically dominate you with Rex, uh, I think, on the way to winning. And maybe the Ravens didn't care enough for that and wanted to pass their way. I, 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 I don't, I don't I would know. Say, I would say maybe because that's kind of been what's happened this year. I mean, not to a tremendous extent, but for them. But they still, like Coward is saying, you know, they're still known for, really it's Jackson running and just big physical – domination on the ground and i don't know like monken while they were that it was about new, new receivers um just sort of growing that part of their offense and as many would also say sort of jackson as a player like just that that development that step and then i don't know like it was yesterday we sort of have to prove that again um uh who knows? Who knows? But it didn't really make any sense. And the and the Chiefs are that's how you do it. At least the Bills, like the the Bills, lose the playoff game, playing the way they had been. That's sort of under Brady. Yeah. They were a run first team, 
and they were in that game too. I mean, the, you remember? The, yeah, the to numbers such an were... extent. To such an extent that when they when it when it when Casey finally started stopping it, the Bills didn't have a pivot. Like they they couldn't they really couldn't unlock their passing game to complement it, which is kind of how it's supposed to work, right? Like we're running, we're hurting you. Okay, do something about it. And now here's the here's the other shoe dropping, and the other shoe never really. Bills couldn't find the other shoe last week. They couldn't find the other shoe. Then those two passes late, you know, were yep. somewhat of a, a diversion, I guess you could say, from how they'd been playing. Anyway, we'd all uh, sort of put that in our background, right? Now here we are, these jerks in the radio have to keep bringing it up. <laughs> 803-0550 if you want to join us. Mike Schoep and the Bulldog, Ian Harditz, Sal Capaccio today. The Sabres are off all week. Uh, they're quickly on them. Look out! Looked at the standings today. Hey, two wins in a row, right? I mean, look at the standings, yeah. and they're nine points out. Yeah, Detroit has uh, has kind of separated there, and the Leafs are right there too. But you know, nice enough job in California, but maybe too late. Pro- probably, yeah, probably. There's uh, there's the the teams to climb over point, although they have gotten past what they, they passed Montreal, maybe mm-hmm. as we hit the break here. Uh, Might even only be tied, actually, just like okay. right. Yeah, and and I don't know who I don't know who I know a lot. Of, the Sabers aren't the only team that are on break heading into the All Star break. Other teams are the very scant schedule. I know tonight. I think there's only one game tonight. Yep. Um, how am I supposed to put together a parlay? NHL. You hey, Batman. Uh, anyway, have, uh, have you ever heard of basketball? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, I think you should be able to find some action over there. Probably right. Probably right. I mean, after all, I won a bet last Saturday. I, I got, I, you know, <laughs> got to give it all back. Uh, anyway, yeah. so they'll be standing still here for a week. We'll see how how much that changes. But yeah, I mean, I the, I would have really relished. I think any Sabres fan would have really appreciated the opportunity if they'd had a better homestand than they did. And it like wasn't a disaster. They're they're boy, Paul had it written. I think maybe eight, six, and one in their last 15 or something, which, you know, isn't great, but it, it it's, it's a decent stretch. You know, if that were 10 or 11 instead of 8, you know, with that homestand, I mean, the homestand went, you know, like it usually goes, loss, win, loss, win, loss, win. That was that was the homestand. Um, if they'd managed to just pick up a couple of more, we maybe could lose ourselves in, like, okay, they're – Five out, and you know, here coming out of the All Star break. Here's the schedule, but I, I can't even, I, I can't really get. I've not looked at the standings today. <laughs> it's, mm. I'm going a long ways here. You said you, I, I, I often do, but I, I am not even with them winning two in a row to close out this trip. Hmm. Interesting, ironic. I'm the one checking the hockey standings. <laughs> right. Let's go to Jim next. Hi, Jim. How you doing? Good, Jim. Thanks. Hey, I had two observations. One about your – I know you're going to bring up the uh, going for it on fourth down. And okay. the other observation was Travis Kelsey. So, uh, number one, going for it on fourth down. Uh, from what I've heard, uh, analytics say that it's uh, – the needle is almost in the middle, and you want to go for the points. Uh, Dan Campbell went, went for it on fourth down. Uh, it was a good decision. But the football team, the guys on the field, the game was bigger than them, and they didn't catch the ball. You can't not catch the ball on second down, third down, fourth down, 
and expect to win a game. The game was just bigger than they were. Okay. And my second thing on Travis Kelsey, when you said maybe he was washed up because his production was down, Mm -hmm. uh, you can take this any way you want, but once you start dating... This is going to be about Taylor Swift? He's the first player in the league to have a girlfriend? Once you start dating, you catch everything. Okay. Thanks. I'm glad we waited around. Yeah, he's the first player in the league to have a girlfriend. I don't know. I think there were there was some pretty good evidence that he was maybe, as they always say, lost a step. You know, that Kelsey was not in kind with their offense, but, you know, he, you already know this. I mean, he um, did not have the same kind of elite year. I mean, he's been like tight end one. Andrew's got it one year, but Kelsey has a string other than that of of the most productive tight end in the league, and this year it just looked like it was coming a little harder to him. Well, maybe a part of that was their their lack of having a fully formed receiving core, right? I mean, we've spent ample time here, not not so much you and I, but I think Bills fans, even Brandon Bean, talking about getting help for Diggs so that teams can't so easily take him away. You know, you could say the same thing about KC. Now now maybe it becomes a different story with Rice established. And, may, you know, it, maybe this was just a dip due to their roster construction as much as Kelsey's age. We'll see. I guess time will tell. You know, actually, I started today with how great two of my favorites are, are, are sort of back on the, on the table, I guess, certainly being discussed. Fourth down strategy and Lamar Jackson and the playoffs. Um, I guess maybe another one. I, I feel like maybe the NFL is rigged. People are out too, a little bit. Not that that would be Jim necessarily, our our, <laughs> our caller, but you know, a little bit of that with Kansas City. I made the crack about the Chiefs, just you know, try to get a reaction, and people did respond to that. Like maybe they think I really think it's, I don't know, set up for T- Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift the Super Bowl, right? Yes, yeah. I, you had. Whoever you are, you have someone in your life who's been telling you that. <laughs> yes. They are not going to waste this opportunity. Right. Yeah. Somebody in your section at the Bills game last week was telling you, like, it's all just meant for Taylor Swift. <laughs> How close? Did you watch the trophy stuff? Not a minute of it. I couldn't. Okay. I I did. And Kelsey, you know, do, you know, does this whatever fight for your right to part, like whatever. He's riffing on the Beastie Boys and screaming like a lunatic, you know, kind of like he's wont to do, like a like a wrestler type type move. And there's a quick cutaway to Taylor Swift during that, and I know she's smiling in my brain. I'm like, that's the moment she's standing there going, "What am I? Why am I dating this frat boy? What, is, what, what am I? What am I doing? What am I? Why, why am I doing this? He's a lunatic." Now I have to go to the Super Bowl. Great, <laughs> right with him. Oh God, <laughs> there'll be other musical acts there. I don't want to embarrass I, anybody. Yeah, I'm really not making a serious. Well. To need it be said, I'm not making a serious point here. I, I just, in my brain, I wanted that to be like a moment where she goes, you know. And every relationship that ends, there's a moment where, like, the person that initiates the breakup, like, there's, like, something trips. And you don't always act on it, but like, oh, this is going to be a problem. And I felt like her watching him go full WWE last night was maybe that moment. Like, oh, what am I doing? Maybe she just walks off the field in the right. middle of that. <laughs> right. Just that, That's it. 
throws off that custom-made coat that Usex's wife made for her. I'm done. That is. <laughs> I can't take another minute of this. Right. Like she would have had a lot of company. Yeah. Uh, here's Dennis next. Hello, Dennis. Hey, guys. <clears throat> um, so just a couple of thoughts <clears throat> on the draft maybe here moving forward, too. I know it's sad that we're already there, but... Let's do um, it. Yeah, so, you know, I, I, I listened to Beam... Um, last week, and I know he said that he still thinks Diggs is a bona fide number one. Um, I just think that, like, we're going to have to get smart um, and not try to be kind of cute or, you know, fun with the way that we do the draft, like drafting two defensive ends and the same, you know, that type of thing. I don't think we can draft luxury. we got to have an eye on the future. And, like, Diggs is not – I don't think moving forward, I don't think it would be a smart business move to make him your number one, to see him as a one. At this point in his career, we, we need to draft a one, and Diggs needs to be our two. Um, and that's not a slight on Diggs. It's just, you know, you, you're, you're not going to want to get a guy in the third or fourth round to be your number two, and then in two years, Diggs can't carry the number one banner anymore. Um, I think our eyes need to move to the future. Kincaid is the future. Diggs is still temporarily part of the future, but I would say a year or two maybe. Um, mm-hmm. But we got to get some fresh bodies in here. We are one of the oldest teams in the league, um, and we have to have guys that can contribute. Uh, like you look at the, the Chiefs, and they're, almost their entire defense was drafted in the last two years, drafted homegrown. Um, and they were hitting, and that's what made the Chiefs, you know, so, so formidable this year. Um, and, you know, it's got to be one of the moves that we do, too. I, I love that we got our offensive line coming back fully next year and Josh next year, Kincaid. So, I mean, you look at a couple of spots. You only got a couple of spots you need to plug in on offense, and we really got to hit on those. Yeah. You have to invest and hit on those spots. Yeah, the heir apparent part of that, like the, the, the new number one guy. I mean, and you're not. I'm not saying, Dennis, that you're suggesting this, that, that – you're going to draft this guy, and he will become the one right away. It, it, but it, it was a case to be made last April that I made frequently that they need an heir apparent to the the top dog receiver, and they that guy does not exist here yet. Shakir is not that guy. I highly doubt that it's Justin Shorter or any of the other guys that are just kind of hanging around here. Um, so you're going to have to get someone in here, and hopefully – Maybe the best you like. You could hope for anything. You hope for you know Justin Jefferson. Okay, um, maybe more realistic is exactly what the Chiefs just went through with Rice, where it's sort of a mess for not a mess, but you know whatever. You, you don't know who the guy is, who's going to emerge. They've got Sky Moore. They've got Tony. They've got this guy. You know we're going to get in Hardman back. Who's going to who's going to be our meal ticket? And then you know. By November, it starts to become clear, hey, this kid, this kid we drafted in the second round, that's the guy. Hopefully the Bills can get to that because uh, I think. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. 
We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. They're going to need it eventually. Um, And I think it, it hurt them not having more explosive players in the receiving core. I think the, the key to the point is the pedigree. And maybe it can be somebody you draft like they did with Davis on the third day or Justin Short or Shakir again. Like may, maybe it can be somebody like that, but what are your odds? Rice is a second-round pick. That's better, but not somebody – I mean, he, he might have been the sixth or seventh receiver picked, maybe even more than that. Um, first round. First round is where you would give yourself, probably, just logically, your best chance at having somebody that can get to Diggs level someday, like you're saying. It doesn't have to be. It's not likely to be right away. Uh, Jefferson was pretty quick. And you have a guy like Chase or maybe this year Harrison, maybe even one or two others this year that are sort of seem like they're going to be great right away. You're going to have a tough time getting to those players. So that's really, I think, where we all end up is – it really almost has to be a first-round pick, or else it's going to seem like kind of a long shot. Maybe not the second. We can debate it. Mm-hmm. It's less than three months, though, so we better make time. It's less than wow. three months of the draft. April 25th. Is that counting today? <laughs> yes. And yesterday, actually. <laughs> it is counting today. The draft is in Detroit, by the way. Detroit's oh, just right. doing it all. Nice for them. Nice for them. Thank you, Dennis. Mike Schoep and the Bulldog with Ian Harditz at 4. This is WGR. Right now on our contest line, 716-221-4947. That's 4WGR. Caller 5 will win a pair of tickets to see comedian Nate Bargatze at KeyBank Center Sunday, June 16th. Tickets are on sale at Ticketmaster.com. Tickets courtesy of KeyBank Center. Did we decide that's how you say it? Yes, you got it right. Good. I went looking during the break, but all the videos of him are just him. Like they're, they're, There's a Netflix special, and it's just him telling jokes, not being introduced. So he's not going to say his name. I knew how to say the name because I heard the ad running last week on the station. I yes. Like, oh, that's how you say that name. Good. Good to know for the giveaway. Next year's Super Bowl odds are out. <laughs> LOL. Uh, Bills at twelve to one. Not what bad. Are there, what are there five five teams with shorter that, shorter odds than that? I think I maybe yeah. Kansas City. You can guess them probably. Kansas City, San Francisco, Baltimore, Dallas. Twelve to one. Get on it now. Okay. Good to know. 
Joe Brady is staying. That can't be considered surprising. Was it a given for you? Um, I, I, I didn't. Uh, I decided. I, 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 no, it wasn't a given. Um, and I'm a little. Um, I'm a little disappointed it didn't take a little longer. I, I would. I would have liked a more thorough undertaking. You know, like t- talk, talk, talk to as many people as as you can. Um, you know, I don't know if there was some urgency, um, if, you know, the possibility of him going somewhere else was, was out there and they, they wanted to make sure they got it locked down, but yeah, I mean, he was the favorite. It's not in any way surprising, but I liked the idea of them going through the process and talked a little bit about that last week. I think, you know, you can, you can do some self-scouting that way. If you get suggestions and ideas from, you know, potential candidates, um, give you an honest assessment of where you're at, what you, what they think you do well, and what you think you need to work on, or what you, you know the the candidate would work on if they got the job. Um, I think there can be value in that, and so it just feels like you know they kind of moved along quicker than I would have liked. I guess you make an interesting point there, wondering if maybe they thought they could lose him because there were plenty of openings, like mm-hmm. Cleveland hires Ken Dorsey. Philadelphia takes Kellen Moore from the Chargers. A lot of a lot of balls were in the air here in the last few days. So maybe he had leverage there, and they just decided. I don't know. It, it could be though. It's possible. Sure. Yeah. That's why I said it. Just yeah. make sure. Yep. You don't lose him, and then have to start over. Yep. And so we'll see. I mean, the way the way they ran their offense. Um, and the way that Brandon Bean and Sean McDermott talked about their offense after the season was over, those things aren't, um, you know, those aren't a match right now, I don't don't think. So it'll be really interesting, I think, to see, A, what they do personnel-wise, the draft, free agency, what kind of ads they make, and then what, you know, over a long haul of a season here, what they, you know, what they're all about, what he's all about is the coordinator, like, how much changes, and do they be you know turn back into what they were for most of this four-year run, where they've been a contender for the Super Bowl, which is a like McDermott talked about a pass first, pass to win team. They were not that under Brady, but that might have been just circumstantial. Uh, we'll see. Right, um, really, I think you can you can look at it any way you want, because Brady's reputation wasn't run heavy, and so you might want to assume that he doesn't want to be, that that was what they felt like they had to do. McDermott sort of has more the reputation for being conservative, but also coached a team that was the pass-happiest team in the league for like a span of years, what they were under Dable and then Dorsey. So if you want to have it that this is a conservative move or vice versa – what McDermott said after the season, you you really can. I think it'll all just be talk, and then we'll see what happens, well, to their roster, first of all, and then on the field. Um, they have to get that wide receiver thing going, finally. Uh, and we talked about this a little bit already, although that's the first round. I mean, that depends, of course, on who's on the board and just what else you might think you need. When we talk to Sal later, get a feel for like where where the holes are likely to be. We've talked about Davis a lot going back a year or more in terms of like his where his next contract is, what it is, and what happens to him. But Bills have several, many uh, free agents to talk about. Like Davis kind of seems maybe obvious, maybe not. 
Micah Hyde kind of seems pretty obvious. Uh, but some other guys, we'll talk to Sal about this, um, where maybe it seems like it could go either way. The Bills keep them or they walk. Ian Harditz coming up next on Championship Sunday. The Bills and more. Mike Schoep and the Bulldog WGR. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app.